Welcome back, everyone. You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast, where we discuss personal development, finances, health, knowledge, and empowerment. Today, we'll be, we'll be discussing finances, uh, savings in particular. Um, my question of the day is, what is a savings account for you? What is savings for you? What does having a savings mean to you and what does it do for you? Um, most Americans right now have less than $1,000 in their savings account. Um, a more vast majority of Americans have not even attempted to start a savings. Um, for me, that's kind of concerning. Uh, the, the, the beauty in savings is going to be the fact that you get to have a little nest egg, you get to have something to fall back on uh, when times go bad. Um, you have the power to invest from your savings. Uh, you don't want to acquire assets and uh, start doing different types of investing, whether it's the stock market, etc. And you don't have any money put up. Uh, if something come, goes wrong and your asset isn't producing any uh, cash flow, that's a word that we're going to learn uh, and hear throughout the course of this podcast. You don't have any, uh, your asset isn't producing any cash flow and something were to come up and you just invested straight out of like whatever your income source is without any savings and if a situation were to arise you pretty much have nothing to fall back on so for me savings is a philosophy it's a mindset and it's definitely a discipline um you're gonna want to have that money put up for a rainy day what people call it i like to call it a nice nest egg rainy day sounds too depressing right i don't want a rainy day to come my way they do happen don't get me wrong but we're going to call it, you know, a nest egg. It's for uh, an unsunny day. A cl- it's for a cloudy day. <laughs> we're going to save for a cloudy day. Okay, so savings. It's going to be for that cloudy day. It's going to be for that nest egg. Maybe you got a large purchase you want to make. It's going to be for the, for the sake of investing. Um, let's say you saved up, you know, just over time, over a couple of months, you've saved up 500 bucks. Uh, you want to go buy... Who knows? Let's say uh, uh, you want to go buy some stocks. You want to go put $500 into the stock market. Or you want to go buy, um, you got a pair, you've been, you want to get into flipping sneakers or something. Uh, you finally got some money saved up. You want to buy a couple of pair of Jordans, go flip them, right? Make a nice little profit. Because uh, the name of the game is cash flow. It's cash flow is king, and we do want profits. Ca- profits are the end, all be all right. Back to savings. So, you want to you want to have the right philosophies behind your savings. You want to have the right principles behind your savings. Um, uh, I read a book, uh, "Richest Man in Babylon." Uh, I don't know if you guys heard that. It's a great book, definitely worth checking out. Uh, they speak in that book of saving ten percent of your income. So if you make a hundred dollars, you get paid a hundred dollars. Ten percent of that should go to yourself. You want to pay yourself first. You think about it. As soon as you get paid. What happens? Immediately. You don't even get to touch the money. Uh, the government takes their cut. Medicare, Social Security, um, and whatever other taxes they have on there, right? 
uh, you don't even get to touch. You don't get to touch none of that money. It's just straight up, just before you even touch your check, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, sometimes even more, depending on how much you're making. It's just gone. It's in the wind. You don't get to touch it. So, in turn, what I like to do before I even pay a bill, before I even uh, pay, uh, go buy some gas. Uh, for your car <laughs> before I, before I go put some air in my tire um I like to pay myself I take I don't care what account I put it in I don't care if I just if I just happen to just get it and put it under a pillow or a mattress or something right I like to get whatever percentage of my money uh they say you should do 10% I like to kind of turbocharge mine I go a little bit beyond 10% I do about 20 25% um, the name of the game is just to get started, right? You got to start somewhere. So 10% of your savings, as soon as you get paid, put it in your savings account. Boom, just like that. Um, so what I'm going to do is first I pay myself. Then I invest. Uh, the rich, they invest 20% of their income. Well, guess what? They have a lot more income to invest. <laughs> you have to grow that tree first. Right now we're just starting at ground zero. Me personally, I do about 5%. Um, I don't, I don't think it's about the amount you invest. Uh, I invest into the stock market and a few other things, uh, assets. Um, but it doesn't matter how much you invest. I'm going to say just, and I'll actually do a segment on this uh, coming up. Um, it doesn't matter how much you invest or where you invest the money at. As long as you invest it in a place where it can grow for you annually, you want to put annually uh the return on investment that you want is eight to ten percent of your investment um which is a good number whether it's in the stock market whether it's in uh real estate what no matter what investment tool you put it in that's what you want it to be okay so uh i pay myself first and i double back i do some investing me for myself it's the stock market then i take some money and I pay my bills with it. Uh, I usually break my bills up, uh, you know, one half of the first check of the month, the other half, second check of the month. Makes it a little easier for me. Maybe you do yours a little differently. That's fine. No, nothing wrong with it. No harm, no foul, right? Uh, that's why I, 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 save my, I, I save a percentage of my money. I invest another percentage. I pay my bills, and I live off the rest. Uh, that's what the rich people do. Um, and if you think about it, it actually makes sense. Uh, I, I can't, you can't get paid, and as soon as you get paid, you go um, holler at your buddy. You guys go out for drinks. You guys go have a great time. You look up, you spent about 200, 300 bucks. Uh, money goes fast, right? We're all adults. We understand. Uh, we used to think $20 was a lot of money. It's nothing. We used to think $100 was a lot of money. It's an adult 20. That's literally all it is. It's an adult 20. So, um, if you go have a good time beforehand, you don't have much room to save or invest. You get what I'm saying? Um, but if you do the saving and investing first, then pay your bills and then decide to live off the rest. Me personally, I feel like that's a better strategy to use in terms of um, just managing your money a little bit better. Managing your finances. Because, I mean... You can't pluck from a tree that doesn't bear any fruit. Well, it only bears fruit every two weeks. You can't keep plucking from it 
and then look up and 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 expect it to be fruit there. No, it had you had to wait another two weeks for it to produce more fruit. So the idea behind that is um, you want to you you're gonna want to live frugally, uh, and what that means is just you're gonna want to live. I'm gonna say not below your means. That's that's boring. No one wants to do that. You definitely don't want to live above your means. Right in the middle. Um, if you don't need that new pair of shoes, I mean, because how many pairs of shoes do you have, right? Don't get it. Um, if you don't need to go out to eat four times a week, five times a week, don't do it. You know, there are certain things, certain luxuries we uh, feel we deserve, and we treat ourselves to it. And all we're doing is constantly plucking from that tree. But you got to understand, you're not adding nothing back to that tree for another two weeks, you know? Um, that's just a, a a good way to look at it. Um, me personally, I like to. I mean, some people call it cheap. Uh, the the wealthy call it knowing where your money is going. Uh, having a budget is another great savings tool. Um, I go to the grocery store with a with a list. I don't get anything that's not on that list. You, some people, you go to the grocery store, oh, I'm going to spend $100. You, end up, you look up, you spend 300 You can't do that. Some people, you can ask the majority of the world, um, do they know where their, where their money is going? And chances are they don't even understand or know what, where their money is going to. They don't know where their money is going. You can say, hey, um, you got paid $1,000 last week. Um, What'd you spend your money on? Like, where'd it go? They're gonna, they're gonna say, I don't know. I can guarantee you, a majority of Americans don't know. Have you ever looked through your uh, finances, or no, not, not your finances, but have you ever just looked up, look at your bank account, and you don't see absolutely anything in there? Or you, you, you feel you should have more? Well, that's because you're not tracking your finances. That's because you're not tracking your spending. You're just, you're just spending uh, freely. And don't get me wrong, it's your money, you work for it. But if you want to have money, you know, an excess of money, you're not going to want to just go spend freely, right? You're going to want to pump the brakes a bit, look at some of the things that you do, and uh, and go from there. Me, personally, I feel like you have to be conscious of money to understand and respect it. Um, you have to know that it's a tool. It's a powerful tool, but it is a tool nonetheless. It's a tool that allows you some of the luxuries of life that we all appreciate. Um, it allows you to be able to go out. It allows you to be able to take trips. It allows you to be able to look nice and feel good, right? But me personally, I like to put my money into the world and have it come back with friends. Um, I'm not really... I used to be... Uh, the type of person that would, you know, I could spend my money, not be able to track it, not know where it's at. Now I'm able to put my money into the world and I can physically look at it uh, whenever I want to and see the growth that it's had whenever I want to. Um, that's a better feeling for me to to be able to look into an investment account or to be able to look at, at uh income producing asset and see that money grow as opposed to if you just go get uh, uh, a bottle of Ciroc 
Well, guess what? You put that money into the world, and I mean, unless you're just going to look at an empty bottle, pretty much everything that has come with that is pretty much gone. So respecting money, being conscious of money plays a big part. I didn't start respecting money until I actually learned the history of money. Um, And what I mean by that is I mean the actual history of money. Uh, Learning when the Federal Reserve Bank was created, they call it the Fed, that's who produces the money. Uh, Knowing that when every time money is is printed, uh, inflation happens. Knowing what inflation is, your money loses value every time money is printed. The dollar loses value every single time more money is printed. So you think that it's a good thing when the government prints all of this money or when the government does a lot of the things that they do. They are helping the economy. They're stimulating the economy. They're making the value of the dollar go down. Understanding that uh, when Richard Nixon took gold, the gold standard off the dollar, the dollar was backed by gold at one point. And when Richard Nixon took the the gold standard off the dollar, the dollar became debt. So this country is now built on debt, right? Um, It's backed by oil or whatever the case may be now. But that's even on shaky terms because we don't even have the oil reserves. That's in Saudi Arabia. That's a totally different story. But understanding the, the history of money, having that respect for it, and the power of it, knowing the power of it, uh, would change your whole mindset. And at this point, uh, change of philosophy would be the best way to to get the most out of your savings, okay? So you want to have those certain principles and philosophies in effect. Um, I actually have a, a book. It's called Start Late, Finish Rich. Um, it's by David Bach. A great author. He has a few other books on different things, typically dealing with money. Um, Books are a great way to learn the values of money, savings, investings, all those other things. Um, I'm an advocate of reading, and I'm a firm believer that it's definitely knowledge uh, left in those books or whatever the case may be. So, Start Late, Finish Ricks, in that book, he talks about the latte factor. And what that is, is um, back in the day, you know, when Starbucks was first hit the scene and uh, all the other stuff, people would uh, go spend a bunch of money on lattes every day. Oh, I have to have my latte every day. Oh, my God, it's so good. I have to have my frappuccino with uh, caramel sauce on it. You know, that type of deal. Um, So, the idea of that is... What do you feel that you do on the daily that takes money out of your pocket? If I go get a latte every day at $2 a day, every day that I go to work, then if a typical work week is five days. If I go get a latte every day that I go to work, that's $10 a week. That's $40 a month. Okay? So, and that's what? Uh, quick math here. $480 a year. $480 a year you spend on a latte. You know what you can do with that money? You know? That's an investment. That's, a, that's money that you can ultimately have saved up. That's money that you can have uh, repurposed for other things. Um, that type of deal. Uh, some people like to go out to eat every day or every week for lunch. You know, not knowing that you're spending crazy amounts of money. If you go out to eat and let's say you even just spend, you go get a $5 meal deal from Wendy's or something. $5 a day on a work week, that's $25 a week. That's that's a hundred bucks a month, you know. That's twelve hundred a year. You can only imagine what you could have done with that money. Uh, and me personally, 
Some people see this is the thing for me. Money that I've that I create when I create extra money, like from cutting out things or uh, boosting boosting my uh, income or whatever the case may be. That's not more money for you to spend on other things. That's money for you to repurpose into savings or investments or both. I typically do both. Uh, I like to have my cake and eat it too, just like we all do, right? So that latte factor, that's definitely going to be something to look at, to look on the inside and say, hey, what do I do every day? You know what I'm saying? Do I, what do I do every day that I don't need to do every day? It could be habits. You know, I know we all work hard. You know, we all have certain things we like to do. We all have certain, you know, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call them uh, different little, you know, vices that we have. Um, how much is it costing you every day? Do you feel like it's, do you need it every day? You know, some people just like, they want a daily Coca-Cola. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not the healthiest choice to make, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. Some people like, um, you know, they want their coffee daily, you know, but it's like, how much are you spending on these luxuries or these things that you feel you deserve? Um, I know a few people, a few uh, females, that they'll be like, oh, uh, well, every time I get paid, I have to get my hair and my nails done. I deserve it. It's for me. Yeah, it is. You do deserve it, and it is for you. But can you deserve it a little cheaper? Like, I've seen people who spend, like, 100 bucks, like, minimum on their nails. They're like, oh, man, this was cheap this time. Like, what are you talking about? You spent uh, excess of 200 dollars a month on nails. Like, I get it. It's cute. It's a fashion statement, but come on, man. What can you have done with that 200 bucks? Um, you probably could have started a savings or built your savings or maybe started investing in growing your wealth and your money. Uh, I feel like that could be a great way about spending it. Maybe I like to repurpose my money. Uh, I cut out a lot of things, uh, here recently, well, here coming up, I'm doing a credit repair, uh, right now with the company and I'm going to, um, I'm going to be saving about $78 a month. You know what I'm going to do with that $78? I'm I'm going to invest it. <laughs> I don't need it. Uh, that's how I'm looking at it. That's the philosophy of it, right? I don't need that money because I've been. it's been spent for the last four months, right? Spent four, four or five months. It's been spent religiously. Every month on the 18th, it's been spent, getting taken right out of my debit account, right? I don't need it. I could save it. I can invest it. I'm definitely not going to spend it on anything else. I'm not going to spend it on... Uh, oh, I got this extra seven, eight bucks. Let me go splurge on this. I deserve it. I need a parachute. I'm not going to do that. Having that type of thought process will not create you or amass you wealth or any type of money in the long run, you know. Um, so that's just a good way to start looking at it. Start tracking your money. Start tracking your finances. Start seeing, hey, uh, could I, what could I cut out? Uh, will I go out to eat? Five times a week. What, could you maybe cut that down to two? You think your quality of your life will change? Probably not so much. So that's just a great way to look at that right there. Um, me personally, I like to. I like to hold on to my money. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I really, I really do feel like I can. Man, uh, look, a penny saved is a penny earned. But if you don't know what to do with it, then you might as well just go ahead and blow through it. You know. Um, and when it comes to savings and investing, I'm going to tell you like this. You can save and invest 
no matter how much you make, you know, you don't have to make uh, um, $20 an hour, $15 an hour to invest. It can be on a small scale. You can get paid $100 every two weeks and pull out 20 bucks of that, 10% to save, 10% to invest. I promise you, because when I first started doing it, it, it hurt a little bit knowing that a portion of my money was going away to not be touched. But it doesn't hurt as much as you think. You'll look up and take it like put it like this. You take $10 out of your account right now and just totally forget about it. There's a good chance that $10 won't change your situation too much to the point to where you'll need to go get a $10 loan from somewhere just to survive until you get paid. Look, I've sat here and I've stretched 25 bucks for a week. You know that first, when you first get paid, you got all that money and you just like having fun blowing through it and then you look up like, dang, I got a, I got a, I got a week until I get paid, bro. I got $25 in my account. I've seen it done. I've done it. I know people that are stretched $32, $25. I've seen people stretch seven bucks, okay? I'm not even lying. Um, That's the difference in money management, right? If you can stretch $25 for a week, why can't you stretch $1,000 for two? You know what I'm saying? That's because you're just plucking from that tree without any direction. If you don't have any direction, you're going to have, you're going to, wind up at an undefined location, okay? If you plan for where you're going, you'll get there. It might be some bumps along the way, but you'll get there. If you if you just travel without a, without any direction or without any clue of where you're going, you'll end up at an undisclosed, undefined location, and you might not like it there. Um, it's okay to grasp the concept of savings later in life. You, you'd rather be, you ever heard the saying, rather late than never? Well, guess what? Same applies here. I'd rather you grasp the concept of savings and investings late than never, you know? Um, just on a spectrum of, it's never too late to get started. It's never too late to start amassing a nest egg or preparing yourself for a cloudy day. It's never too late for that. Um, it's never too late to change your habits. Either you have to change your mind first and your habits before your situation to change. If you want a different result, you have to do something different. The definition of insanity is literally doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You have to change your philosophies and your mindset in order for your situation to change. If you don't change, nothing to change for you. Um, You have what you have now currently because of how you are and how you think you'll only have you're you're pretty most people are pretty much at their ceiling unless they make a drastic change nothing to change in your life you can pour more water into a bucket and as long as it's a hole in that bucket it's gonna keep pouring through same with money. You can get more money all day. People think, oh, if I get more money, I can do this. If I get more money, I can do that. No, you can't. You can't because you can pour more money into a bucket. But if that bucket has a hole at the bottom of it, that money will keep flowing out. Why do you need more money to start doing something that you can start now? I ain't going to lie to you. You can give me $10 right now. Pay me $10 every week right now for the next two weeks, I promise you. And, and let me just only live on that, I promise you. Within the next couple of months, I will have a nest egg saved. I'll figure out. I don't care if I only save 50 cents out of that $10 every time. 
I don't care if I save a book. Some weeks you might be able to save more. But it's all about your philosophies and, and that you have to want to do it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just, oh, uh, I need to start a savings. Oh, I need to do this. So you have to want to do it. Take the first step. Me personally, I would encourage you to take, look at your bank account right now. You know when you get paid. If you feel like you can survive with what you have, take 10% of that. If you have $300, then take $30 out. Put it into a savings. Start right now. Don't wait. You know what I'm saying? No matter how small the first step, you, the, 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 you have to just put in the action. No matter how small the first step, the key is to put the plan into action. That way you can start amassing something. You can start taking those baby steps. No one's asking you to go uh, change your whole lifestyle, but start taking baby steps to get to where you want to be. And that's the name of the game. So, man, I hope that uh, I've, I've provided a wealth of information and insight for anyone out there looking to start saving, looking to start investing, and looking to start changing their lives, man, uh, man and women. If that's you, if you've been reached or you've been touched, Man, I, I'm always open to counseling, to, to conversations, to, to insight, even just to listening, just to gain perspective, you know. Um, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to, you know, uh, engage with me. That's more than appreciated. And until next time, guys, this is the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast. You guys take it easy.